You're more than likely listening to this because the dreaded words extra lessons have cropped up. And I feel your pain being the mother of school-going twins. Well, to help us navigate this minefield of uncertainty, I have Vishani and Paul to walk through the process and answer your questions. But before we go there, you're probably going through the five stages of coping. The first one, denial. There's nothing wrong with my child. How can you say that my child, that's not my child's fault. Then there's the anger. What are these teachers doing? Are they not teaching my child? What are they being paid for? Then there's the bargaining. Well, maybe I can give them lessons myself on a Saturday and help them through their algebra and help them through this maybe um, if they will let me because I'm going to have to promise them ice creams afterwards. Mm, Maybe that won't work. And then you start thinking, hang on, now we're into the depression stage because I'm just the worst mother in the entire world. My children are not coping and I don't know how to help them. But eventually you do get to acceptance. And this is when you accept the fact that you need the help. And here come the facts. Vishani, Paul, hi. Hi. Hi there. Now, firstly, how did the two of you get involved in the whole field of extra lessons? Paul, would you like to go first? I got involved because of my own kids. I saw they were struggling at the early primary school stage and I decided to invest in this business because I was a struggling student myself. I decided there's something more I can do for a lot of kids. Okay, and Vishani? I was a microbiologist and geneticist by nature. And thereafter, I decided, okay, there's a lot of educational gaps in the field of education and basically just wanted to tap into that and then moved on to owning a center in Bryanston for extra lessons. What are the first things that you usually have parents saying to you when they come and see you? Paul? So the biggest problem that you experience is the child is no longer achieving the marks that the parent expects. But the idea is that we need to identify what level the child is working at. So the conversation really goes around where we at, where we're going to, and I need to move forward with a base and a decision. And one of the things we do is we do an assessment with the child so that we can see exactly what goals are we going to set for each other. So are these some of the things that a parent can expect when they come in? Yes, so basically they come in and we do a baseline assessment. And from this baseline assessment, we then give it to the tutor to prep an individualized and tailored program for the student based on their needs. And how long does this whole process usually take when people first come in to see you? So it really depends on the competency levels of the child and which assessment they're going to do. But you should budget about an hour of um, an assessment and then feedback to the parent where we discuss the way forward. It seems like a fairly easy process then. Well, each child is very, very unique. So the assessment is only a snapshot in time. The child could be very tired. It's an afternoon assessment and you find that they were not really in the mood to be there and they still kind of been forced there by their parents. But what happens after a while, after two or three lessons, you find that the child is more adapted to the environment and also the tutor that's providing the classes. And it becomes an ongoing assessment process, but it's also a positive reinforcement environment that they require. So school is a very negative thing that they experience all the time because they're getting two out of 10 or 10 out of 50. And we're going to turn around and make that two out of 10. Well, well done. We want to now get you to three out of 10. And the next time we see you, we'll get you to four out of 10 and constantly push the positive reinforcement side. Uh, So you're not going to be getting immediate results. I'm sure most parents will come in and say, right, I'm only going to have five lessons and then I want to see absolutely wonderful results. So one thing we don't do is we don't sell miracles. 
We expect the child to sit. We expect regular attendance. And the important cycle that the child has to go through there is we have to go and fix the past. So if they are currently in grade 10, sometimes we have to go and fix grade 6 or grade 7 work, get the foundations right, and build up from that. And like Paul said, there's no quick fixes in education. It is a process, and it's a process of fixing the gaps, providing tools and techniques, giving the student more skills, and it's a confidence builder. So emotional, emotional background of it helps with the cognitive abilities as well. Well, there's so many more questions to be answered, which we will be addressing in our other podcasts. So do feel free to jump around the episodes and find out what's relevant for you.